0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we are delighted that you've decided to join us today for our continuing study on the 10 basic Christian doctrines. Um, we've finished a couple of them already, and we are now on theology. So I believe we're going to concentrate on God's attributes today. Um, and I'd uh, If i'm not mistaken i think we are going to address a a rather critical issue uh, probably right at the outset here if i think i have pastors planning correctly and uh yeah i it's going to be some information that that is going to tie in directly with uh, the basic doctrine of theology Uh, but we may have some other comments uh, about about this subject Uh, but without further ado Uh, And further delay, I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Chamberlain. Pastor, the
1: mic is yours, sir. Curtis it dawned on me um, due due to uh, some conversations that you and I have had in private. And I think we uh, and you think so, that we ought to make some of these conversations public. And we're going to do so to explain what we're doing and why we're doing it. And part of the problem in America today is that we have mixed politics and Christianity and have perverted both of them. And um, because of some things that we have read and heard recently, we're going to, we're going to do our study in theology. We probably won't finish it today because there's so much about God that we need to know. But some of the things we're going to say uh, uh, to lead off this podcast are things that need to be said because because we, human beings, and some others worse than others, do not know God. And we want you to know God. And as much as lies within us, that's what we're going to try to do, throw out all of these podcasts. But some things have happened recently, and I'm going to have Curtis address one of them, and then the second one I'll address. And uh, uh, please understand this. Our Bible says, be angry and sin not. And I must tell you today that we are more than just a bit angry about what's happening, especially in our country today. Curtis, you're going to tell us what one of our so-called politicians, who is also a so-called preacher, said recently. <laughs>
0: yeah, very and, recently. Uh... And,
1: and, it's, and it's happened Uh, As a result of Easter, we were in church on Easter and heard wonderful resurrection message.
0: Right, yes.
1: Along with it came warnings about uh, what's happening in our country to detract from the message of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So, Curtis, I'll let you lead off. And then I'll jump in and we can all be angry together and then get back into the to knowing who God is, what God is, as much as we can about God, uh, in our study of theology. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and start off.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you, pastor. Um, we're normally reticent to become too political, uh, with things on, on this podcast. However, uh, from time to time it becomes necessary to, uh, focus on things that are being done and things that are being said inside the political realm because the political aim in this country is to intrude and incapacitate Christians and Christianity as a whole, you know, whether you like it or not, there's a war on our belief system. Uh, there always has been, It just hasn't been as pronounced in this country but it is now coming to the forefront, and we cannot afford to ignore it anymore. A perfect example of this is a, a story uh, that was published on Prophecy Newswatch, uh, which is a, a, a Christian uh, eschatologically based kind of a, a website. Uh, that I've relied on for many, many years for very, very reliable, accurate, truthful information, and uh, they published a story this morning about uh, many of you may may remember here not in the too distant past that uh, we had uh, some elections for the Senate and we had some really tight races, especially out in Georgia. Um, one of the candidates was uh, was a former pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church uh, by the name of Senator Raphael Warnock uh, of of Georgia. Uh, The Ebenezer Baptist Church, of course, was where Martin Luther King Jr. attended and and preached many messages, many Bible-based, doctrinally correct messages. And uh, I love Dr. Martin Luther King for that for that stand that he took on many fronts. And by the way, let me remind you uh, that's a that was a Christian man who didn't ignore the politics of his day. He took it, he took it on. And that's our responsibility. So we're gonna take it on because of something Senator Raphael uh, Warnock, pastor, said about Easter. In a, in a recent tweet, he said, and I quote, The meaning of Easter is more transcendent than the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Whether you are Christian or not, through a commitment to helping others, we are able to save ourselves. Let me read that one more time for you. The meaning of Easter is more transcendent than the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a Christian or not, through a commitment to helping others, we are able to save ourselves. Now, excuse me while I throw up in my mouth a little bit. That is a putrid, heretical, apostate doctrine that has nothing to do with the gospel of, of Jesus Christ, has nothing to do with Christian doctrine at all.
1: Except to pollute it.
0: Right. What it really is, is New Age ecumenicalism uh, designed to lead you away from believing there's only one way to heaven. And that's through your belief in the, the life, the birth, the life, the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you don't believe that, if you don't believe in it, I hate to tell you this, folks, but you you have no salvation if you don't believe in that. We're not being exclusive. We're trying to include everybody. We want everybody to believe that. God wants everybody to, to believe in his son, Jesus Christ. This heretic... (laughs) This, <laughs> I, I, these, these are the kind of things that really get my blood boiling. These are our leaders, quote unquote leaders in our country. And this guy has the temerity to call himself a Christian leader and make a statement like that. He has not got an ounce of Christianity in him. And by the way, let me remind you that, that uh, he is a, a former student of Reverend Jeremiah Wright, who from his pulpit said the words, God bless America? No, God damn America. That's what was said from a pulpit in a church. Now, look, we don't want to be political. However, They're forcing it. When they're trying to intrude and incapacitate the Christian church in this country, they're trying to destroy the very foundations on which we grew. uh, uh, We came to being as, as, as a nation. The object is to tear us down by tearing down our faith. Wake up. Say no to this kind of crap. And don't just say no. Maybe we need some more soapboxes on corners. I don't know. Maybe we need more people that are that are not afraid to stand up and say, we've had enough of this garbage. Okay. Now, with that being said, uh, if you can't tell that I'm angry, uh, shame on you. Uh, I, I am. Um, but I, I think I did that without sinning. I do too. Uh, and... and but I, I'm 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 so angry about it. Uh, look, we need to we need to start doing. Th- this is not the message that needs to be coming from pulpits in this country, especially now. And the reason this kind of message is accepted is because pulpits in this in churches in this country are not are not preaching the gospel. And it's time we start. With that being said, I think pastor can elucidate on what real Christian doctrine and and, and theology is all about. Uh, uh, Maybe he can tell us how important the death, burial and resurrection of our Lord, the savior, Jesus Christ was because without it, we don't have salvation. Pastor, Please take over before I say something I'm going to regret.
1: Um, I probably should take a moment or two to let Curtis cool down, but I'm not going to uh, because uh, my anger has also been aroused uh, because of what the scripture says. Well, let's go to the scriptures. Um, Save ourselves? Are you kidding me?
0: That's what the man said.
1: Huh. Well, let me me tell you what the man, the God-man, Jesus Christ said.
0: I'd rather hear what he had
1: to say. He said in John chapter 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Easter transcends the resurrection. There is no doctrine. The,
0: The meaning of Easter.
1: Yeah. There is no doctrine more precious to me, and we hope it's to you too, than the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. First of all, if we could save ourselves, then why in the name of heaven did Jesus die?
0: Yeah, there would have been no need for him to do that if we could save ourselves.
1: Exactly, exactly. Now let me read to you some scriptures. First Corinthians chapter fifteen.
0: Yo, yes.
1: Wow. The Apostle Paul is writing. By the way, he was writing to a one of the poorest, uh, most uh, wicked churches. Uh, in in the land and in those were, days. They were
0: becoming extremely apostate.
1: And they were, it was a church that was loaded with sin and they had to be called on the carpet for it. They
0: had to be reminded what the real gospel is.
1: That's right. That's so what let's, we're going to do. So let's tell you what the real gospel is. It's, it's in first Corinthians chapter 15, first mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses give you what the real gospel of Jesus Christ is. That's
0: right.
1: And he says, moreover, now, he says, moreover, because he had just gotten done telling them about how they were confusing and and um, perverting uh, the doctrine of speaking in, in other tongues. In other tongues, yeah. Yeah, and when we get to pneumatology, we'll address that more clearly, but, uh, but the only tongues that people were able to speak in other than their own were the tongues of the languages of other people listening but the Corinthian church was perverting even that mm-hmm. and so Paul was addressing that in first Corinthians chapter 14 and then he says this well in first Corinthians 14 33 he says God is for God is not the author of confusion and Mr. Warnock, what's confusing the issue
0: well, to say the least,
1: to say the least God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. Sad to say the message that we've been giving on this podcast and in the, the local, uh, fundamental new Testament Bible believing, um, a baptist church in in our area we have a pastor that shouts these things out and i'm glad for that and we're going to shout these things out god's not the author of confusion but of peace the bible says that there will be people that will say peace peace when there is no peace peace is a phony thing to them but a real thing to us.
0: For when they shall say peace and safety, then cometh their swift destruction.
1: So, anyway, 1 Corinthians 14 ends with this verse Let all things be done decently and in order. Mm-hmm. Then he says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. Yep. The gospel is Absolutely opposed to having people save themselves because you can't, I can't, Curtis, you, you can't, and but we can only be saved by grace through faith, right. Ephesians 2, verse 8. So he says, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand. Folks, you can't stand without the gospel of Jesus Christ, without getting it right. So here it is. He talked about the gospel in 15.1. Then in 15.2, he says, by which also ye are saved. Can't save yourselves. The gospel only. Mm -hmm. By which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached on you, unless you have believed in vain, vain means of no value. Well, you going talk about so-called faith being in vain mm-hmm. in just a few minutes. Yep. then he says here's here it is in first in Corinthians 15:3For I delivered unto you first of all. Is't that amazing? the first thing he preached was the gospel of jesus christ i delivered unto you first of all that which i also received a wicked nasty murderous blasphemous man who got saved on the oh boy on hey, the road sentence, to damascus and he got saved
0: senator warnock you've got a chance to be saved too
1: yeah and we pray for that by yes, the way yes we do so I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. How that Christ died for our sins. Folks, if you could save yourselves, why did Jesus Christ have to die? He had to die because you can't, I can't, we can't save ourselves. I'm saved. I'm still just a sinner saved by grace. He said how uh, uh, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. What scripture did Mr. Warnock say? He didn't have one, did he?
0: That's fine. Yeah, there were no scripture attached.
1: Yeah. He said how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures <coughs> pardon me and that he was seen of cephas that's peter then of the 12 after that he was seen of above 500 brethren at once of whom the greater part remain unto this present but some are fallen asleep after that he was seen of james then of all the apostles, and last of all, he was seen of me as one as of one born out of new time. Isn't that something? This was the apostle Paul who, who said in the book of Romans, without Christ, I am nothing. No, nothing. Then he says this, for I am the least of the apostles that am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. When you pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ by saying you can save yourself, that's a persecution to the church of God and by a a politician who was prominent. Then Paul goes on to say, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. Wow. Now this word vain appears several times in this sure in this wonderful chapter. Uh, he says um, where did I leave off? Oh, but he yeah. says in verse ten, he says, But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. If you can save yourself, there's no need for grace. That's right. Salvation's a gift. That's what the word grace means. If you can save yourselves, then it's not a gift. That's right. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach. And so you believed. You believed. Would Mr. Warnock? Want me to believe that I could save myself? Apparently he does.
0: Apparently he would love for you to believe that.
1: Oh, now we get to some real sticky wickets here. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Mm. And why was it more, why is there a more transcendent meaning? Huh? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain
0: of your use. And your faith is also vain.
1: And he says that. Yep. And your faith is also vain. Do you want to believe Senator not, Or do you want to believe the word of God? And by the way, don't just believe us because we're preaching the Bible. We're not preaching ourselves. No. Nope. Cause we know that. By the way, one of our rules, Curtis, when we teach is if if I know anything, it's that I don't know everything. But one thing I do know is that I've saved by grace, because Jesus died, because he was buried, because he rose again on the third day. And he never once said we could save ourselves. Uh, That's for sure. That's for sure. He said, "If, if, if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so, be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, remember, we're talking about the resurrection. We're talking about Easter Sunday. We're not talking about saving yourselves. We're talking about how you get saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. In verse 17 of chapter 15, First Corinthians, and if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, and ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. There's no hope for those who believed in Jesus Christ. Huh. That's if Christ didn't die and was raised again from the dead. Um, he says. Uh, Then he says, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Folks, that's what the Bible says. It never once says that you can save yourself, you cannot. You will not. You do not save yourself. Salvation comes only by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Titus chapter two eleven says this: "For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men." Mm-hmm. You cannot save yourself. You cannot. And so, and so, if if in this life only we have hope in Christ. We are of all men most miserable, but now is Christ risen from the dead and, theref- and and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by one man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Do you see that? Dead, dead, dead. And if you don't believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, then you're, you're, whatever you're believing is in vain. And, and And you're going to die in your sins and go to hell. It's as simple as that. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all men be made alive, but every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterward, they that are Christ, at his coming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I've read this to you, and we said this because someone made us angry. And I think sometimes that's why God makes us angry. Do you know that the psalmist says God is angry with the wicked every day? Do you know that you are still wicked if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and God is angry with you? And we are angry when people pervert that message publicly people in a leadership position
0: especially when we know what their true aim is and make no mistake this guy uh went to to bible college Uh, he knows what the gospel says and he is promoting something that is a complete falsehood and he knows it
1: by the way, but because there's an objective with his leadership, w- because he's a leadership, he's also trying to intimidate you. That's exactly right. Isn't that amazing? So, yeah, we became angry. So, um, how much time have I got left in this half hour, Curtis? About
0: uh, two and a half minutes.
1: Two and a half minutes. We've said quite a bit here. Now, we're going to say a little bit more in the next half hour because... There is something that happened here locally where we live in our hometown. And it's a shame. It's a shame. And we'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, let's continue reading First Corinthians 15. It says, then cometh the end. Well, what's the end? When he shall deliver up the kingdom to God, even the father whom when he shall have put down all rule, all authority and power. Mr. Warnock, mm-hmm. those who believe you and follow you and those in our country who follow that very same uh, attitude and phony doctrine, uh, you're going to be put down.
0: He's going to step on you. Verse 25, for he must reign till he hath put all enemies under him His feet, he's going to step on you. Uh,
1: That's not us saying that. That's us just repeating what God said in his holy word. And we believe that Jesus, when he told Satan this, he said, uh, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Not out of the mouth of our politicians. Yeah. And folks, we're not anti-government. We're anti-perversion. We are not, uh, you know, we, we, we believe we have a government. And uh, it was constitutionally uh, uh, built. But boy, when you say that, then you're stepping on the death, burial, and resurrection Of my Savior, my son Curtis's Savior, my wife's Savior, my children and my grandchildren's Savior. And it can be your Savior too. And if He is, you ought to rise up with the rest of us and let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed out of the hand of the enemy.